0: Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command the stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Julian Hayes II. Back at it again. And today's topic is a fun one. But it may be politically incorrect or taboo to say in today's society. But nevertheless, it's something that we all know to be true. Even if we don't say it. You know, so today... I'm talking about your weight and overall your health in general. What happens when you let these things slide? Now, of course, the typical talking points when it comes to this area is having extra body fat, a reluctance to rock that bikini at the beach, or a reluctance for intimacy when the lights are on or poor biomarkers through things such as your cholesterol numbers being all out of sorts, or uncontrolled blood sugar, and many, many other things. And rapidly aging and rapidly aging skin, I should say, as well. So these are the typical physical talking points that are often addressed. But one that isn't as addressed is how your weight and health correlates to the vitality of your business and career potential. You know, after all, if we look at the grand scheme of things, an entrepreneur and business leader can't be more productive than their health allows. So before I go any further here, you may be thinking, Julian, I'm already successful in my profession. I already have a successful business. Why should I place more attention on my health? If my professional life is good already. And that's a good point. But I would also mention, is your business succeeding, operating at its highest potential? More importantly, are you as an individual operating at your best? And the answer is most likely not. Because just as these little cracks in a dam will become a much larger issue, over the long run, a lack of focus on your health will also cause the same scenario. Now, the issue might not show up in two weeks. It might not show up in six months. It may not even show up in one year. But eventually, the issue, if left unattended, will make its presence felt. Most of the time when we talk about weight, It is discussed in the context of being overweight. But being underweight can be just as a detriment to your career potential as well. I've dealt and advised individuals who were also severely underweight. So it goes both ways. One just is highlighted a lot more. But the reason why your weight and image is so connected to your professional potential is that people consciously and mostly unconsciously They associate someone who fails in controlling their own health with business. For example, how are you going to run a division? How are you going to lead a team if you can't properly run yourself? You know, I have here data from the Center for Creative Leadership. They reported that overweight executives and those with higher body max index readings were often looked at as less effective in their job, both from a professional, I should say performance perspective and a interpersonal relationship perspective. Whether we like it or not, society prejudges both underweight people and overweight people. How can these people take care of others if they can't take care of themselves? So as we continue to unravel this picture here and discuss image and perception, overall, your appearance is part of your personal brand. We all have a personal brand. Your health, your physical appearance, and your presence, these provide the initial first impressions for the world to judge you by. And it's actually down to the first seven seconds we're going to form an opinion. You're the public image of your brand. Even if you don't have a business per se, even if they don't see you a lot, you are still the personal brand. You are a personal brand that needs to be taken care of. If you look healthy and have some form of general fitness, people are going to equate that to someone who is disciplined, who is consistent, and is able to accomplish their goals. Now, I know I've focused so far purely on a physical, external image standpoint but there's a multitude of other reasons why your weight and business are so connected. So I'm going to dive into a handful of those. And the very first one is everyone's favorite subject, that is money. So published in the 2010 published in tw- 2010 I should say in the Journal of Applied Psychology indicated that women considered to be plus-sized may earn up to 19,000 lower in wages as compared to their slimmer colleagues that may earn 22000 higher in annual salaries. That's a pretty big gap. You know, I didn't find one or take time to find one for men in terms of that financial amount, but I did find a poll from Today in AOL that found that men who worry about their appearance more than they worry about their health, jobs, and relationships. Men worry about their appearance more than those other three things I mentioned. Let that sink in for a little bit. 53% of men say that they felt unsure about their appearance or weight at least once a week. I can guarantee you it's probably a little more than that. I'm going to say it's a little more than once a week in 2021. This is from a few years ago. According to a study out of Obesity Facts, men who are dissatisfied with their bodies are more likely to report disordered eating, lower quality of life, psychological distress, lower self-esteem, and symptoms of depression. So you put two and two together here. You can easily see how something like this could affect your everyday performance when you have these kind of things circulating inside your mind. This takes a little bit of focus off of the work that you're doing. So another reason here is your self-esteem. Now, when you're in the early stages of building a business, and you're going through this rough patch in your career. It's it's fertile ground that can lead to some dark places. It is a f- fertile ground for you to really find yourself in some dark places. So when you're going through these tough times, these uncertain times, these insurmountable obstacles that you may feel that you're facing, the best thing for your psyche is to get a win. However, wherever it comes from, you need to... Get a winning streak. Feel like you're winning at something. So being in control of your fitness provides the perfect platform to help you rebound with a small win, feeling as if you have control over something in your life, such as your fitness, and in general, your overall health. This helps you regain balance. This helps you regain clarity. Put these two things together, this more than likely helps you take back control of your professional life because a lot of times we don't really have business problems. We have life problems. So another reason that I want to discuss here is your everyday energy levels. Energy is our most valuable currency and running a business, being part of a startup team, being inside of corporate where you're still doing a lot of entrepreneurial activities, where you have a bunch of people relying on you, this takes a toll on you. You know, if you're imagining for a second that, you know, you're, a, you're an your iPhone and this energy is like the battery on the phone, and you have all these different things going on. It's slowly draining that battery before you know it, you're already in the red. And so energy is very valuable because it's essential that you start your day in the green at 100%. But a lot of times, a lot of us start our day in the yellow, maybe at 45%, 50%. And so we're going to get to the red a lot quicker. So as I said, some of us, we have employees, we have stores to oversee, we have customers, We have a plethora of just lots of activities. And, you know, just closing your eyes for a second, taking a breath. And you can just see and visualize your list of activities and ventures that you want to do. You can just see these things growing. So besides your professional life, you still have a personal life that requires your attention. Every hour needs to be executed to its most efficient measure. And that requires you to have an ample amount of energy. You know, more energy correlates to an improved focus. More energy correlates with a stronger internal drive to execute on these necessary tasks to move you forward. And when you're overweight, underweight, inactive, you're eating poorly, not giving your body the right raw materials it needs to execute and to function properly, you won't have the energy to carry forth. You're going to mentally wear down sooner and lose focus. Now, I have a study here, another one, a study appearing in the journal Psychotherapy and Psychomedics found that sedentary individuals who complain of symptoms of fatigue experienced an energy increase of up to 20% and decreased symptoms of fatigue by up to as much as 65% just by participating in these regular low-intensity physical activity. So just getting started with some consistent low-intensity physical activity, you can go ahead and cure a lot of of these so-called moments and days that you just feel fatigue just by activity. And here's why, and this is not mentioned as much, but when we put our bodies in motion, when we're moving, our bodies are creating piezoelectricity. That just sounds like a cool word piezoelectricity. It's a very cool word. You should throw that word around next time you want to maybe impress the one or just sound cool. Maybe I'm just nerding out right now. But anyway, this piezoelectricity, this is where you're creating electrical pressures within your body. So you're literally getting energy from moving. Exercise is literally medicine that can rev your engine. So I gave you these reasons here. And so the next logical thing that you might come up with is, okay, okay, Julian, I get the point, but what can I do about it? I'm, I'm not in my ideal weight right now. I don't know. Maybe I got 10 to 15 pounds that I want to lose to really get in my ideal body. Maybe I have 10 or 15 pounds to gain. I feel severely underweight. So what can I do right now? Because I still want to move forward professionally. So there's two main things here. That's a great place to start from. And the first is to accept your body as it is right now and have full confidence in yourself. But also bathe in the reality and embrace the fact that your physical appearance matters. That's holding two ideas in one hand. And I know sometimes, especially the world we live in now, it's hard to hold two opposing, competing ideas in hand. But it's critical to do here. It's critical for our world, in fact. But I'm not going to go off on a monologue about that. I'm going to stay focused. The second thing is to continually strive to improve your health and your fitness, starting with exactly knowing what you want, what exactly is this ideal body what exactly does this ideal body feel like look like move like all these things get descriptive think about this we get so descriptive on the house we want we get so descriptive on the life we want but then we just when it comes to talking about our health when it comes to talking about our bodies and our appearance we're just like yeah i just want to look good what does that mean really get into it really feel that and the part Going back to confidence here, which is something I want to just came to my head. How do you get confidence? You get confidence by doing. And so that's where the second point comes in. So you're accepting your body as it is right now. and You're having full confidence in yourself because you're having full confidence in yourself because you're doing the things right now, starting now, that's going to lead to you getting your ideal body. So you're putting in the work. So you're not bullshitting yourself. And that's how you're building the confidence. Stay in and day out. Confidence is acquired. The work comes before the belief. So to cover these points a little more in detail, let's start with the second point. Eat and exercise for the body you want. How many calories should you eat daily? How is this broken down when it comes to proteins and fats and carbs? Or, you know, for those of you who are not counting calories and macros, what does this look like when it comes to portions? So I have a lot of clients who I have recommended to just use portions. What's the breakdown of these portions? If you have four meals in a day, how many servings of protein with each meal? What's your philosophy around carbs and fats? How are you going to make these decisions? What's your nutritional standard of performance? And I absolutely recommend that you log your food at the very beginning so you can learn just the amounts of foods. And you would be surprised how quickly it can add up from a lot of the smallest things. So move for your body. Move for the body that you want. What's your training regimen like? Lifting weights, cardio, and everything that's attached to that mobility. How is that strategy laid out? How many days are you lifting weights? What's your training split going to be? Is it going to be three full body workouts, which I'm a fan of, especially if you want minimal time in the gym. I highly recommend this three full body workouts. Are you going to do an upper lower split where it's two upper body days, two two upper, two lower? Sorry about that. You know, what are you going to do? And, and I want you to pretend that you're, a military general right now, pretend you're Napoleon, pretend you're Hannibal, pretend you're U.S. Grant, um, pretend you're George Patton. I want you to do these things because the battle for optimal health and weight management is won or lost in your mind long before these decisions will accumulate and show up in your body. So they're going to manifest mentally, internally, before you ever see anything manifest come to fruition externally so a lot of damage is being done a lot of detriment is being done but you can't see it yet you know for us high performers you know we're odds are if you're listening to this podcast you're far from being an idiot you're far from being lazy i know those things and a lot of times people want to say people who have extra weight to lose are just lazy and everything that's bullshit and that's that's not the case in the majority of, of of times So for people like us, there's a lot of bullshit excuses that will sound so good in the moment that will come up, whether it's, I need to work more, I need to put more time in this business, I need to work on this project, I really need to get these calls done, and et cetera, et cetera. Really and truly, it's a time management issue. It's time management. Time management. You know, I just got done um, hearing a segment on Winston Churchill And all of the things he did, I never knew the guy painted, never knew he was that prolific of a painter. I knew he wrote, but didn't know he was that prolific of a writer as well. So this dude literally was doing a multitude of things. And so it makes you think, you know, why can't I? And it comes down to time management and being organized and being precise. So back to the first point I mentioned, accept your body wherever it's at. But also realize it's not good enough. There's nothing wrong with saying you're not good enough. Because if you were good enough, you would already have what you want. You know, it's there's nothing wrong with that. And this is one of my big gripes with this whole body positivity movement. Yes, of course, you should accept yourself and not just constantly um, talk shit about yourself and put yourself down. Of course. Of course you shouldn't do that. But that doesn't also mean that you should be delusional and say that you're healthy when you have excess body fat. You know, a healthy body isn't overweight. I should say that again. A healthy body isn't overweight. Now, when I say this, there are different body types, so we're not going to look the same. You know, if we're looking at, if we're just, Think about Ayurvedic medicine. They break it down to three doshas. There's a a vata, a pitta, and a kapha. And if you want a more modern take on that, you've probably heard the sayings, there's an ectomorph, a mesomorph, and an endomorph. Some of us are going to be more tall and lanky, have shorter torsos. Some of us are going to be a little more um, with a wider base, a little more thicker. We all have different frames but a healthy body isn't overweight. Now that healthy body, as I said, and this is very critical, it's going to look different for a lot of us, but nevertheless, it's not going to be overweight. So no matter how you view your weight in this moment, you can still make major strides in your life. It's not a permanent reality for you. You don't have to wait until you're at this ideal weight Embrace that magnetic leader, individual, suave person that exists inside your mind. You can act as if you could close your eyes for a moment and think, What does this type of person that I strive to be, that I am becoming, how would they act? What would they do on a daily basis? What are some of their habits like? And then you take those habits. And you start acting now as if you're that person. Hold the image in mind that you want to become, no matter what your present circumstances look like. So with that said, though, while you're working on your weight and optimizing your health, it's important that you have some attire, though, that makes you look as best as you can right now. You work with what you got as I used to say during my, um, during my, uh, my very brief, 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 and I mean brief time involved in this world of when I was doing, um, when I was uh, going out for, um, acting auditions and, and I got to do a few, I guess you call them fashion shows, you know, and you would always hear, um, You gotta work with what you got. Make your frame look the best. No matter what you look like, if you put the right things on in the right places, you can look awesome. And so work with what you got right now. So of course, things that avoid things that are frumpy looking and outdated. And also don't wear things that um I should say find clothes that offer more of like a slimming effect. But um also don't wear things too tight as well. That's It's not a good idea as well, you know? And so one thing I did and I looked at other people who I think I thought had a good sense of style that had a similar body frame that as to what I had in the current moment, even though I was working on something different and I emulated them. I took things from them and I, and that helped me go out and get clothes because I had something to work from. And it's also, I could show the people at the clothing store, hey, I'm kind of looking for this type of look. So that might help a little bit as well. And of course, have your grooming on point as well. Now, I'm not going to turn this into a fashion podcast. That's that's about a, as much as knowledge as I, as I can give. Um, I don't really know that much in, 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 that, in this industry. But um, that does remind me though. I should bring someone on to discuss fashion and entrepreneurship and how clothing um, affects your energy and your um, executive presence as well. So that's a good idea. But um, anyway, uh, I'm rambling a little bit now as we land this ship here, you know, our physical appearance matters. It most certainly matters. It's deeply connected to our business. It's deeply connected to our overall career potential. As a society, your physical appearance plays a role in your earning potential. It plays a role in your business longevity. When you have effective weight management, you display this overall fatality of life. It shows that you're in control. It shows that you have discipline. It shows that you take care of yourself. Evaluate yourself. It shows you have time management skills, because even though you have numerous responsibilities, and the temptation of the success paradox is always there, you still get it done regardless. It shows that you can take care of yourself, and therefore you can take care of others. You can take care of your team and lead your team. And a big point here, never, ever use your weight as an excuse. Never use your weight as an excuse. Act as if it's the plague. I wouldn't even make jokes about it. Self-deprecation is not the way to go. You know, oftentimes, when most people use self-deprecation, it's really coming off as someone who's just insecure and is trying to use comedy as a way to lessen the sting. So with that said, though, thank you for tuning into another episode. Um, If you're wanting to upgrade your entire human system and perhaps boost your overall executive presence and business potential, then let's certainly talk. You know, one of my superhuman coaching programs could be a fit. But um, I have to first make a thorough assessment of your overall health and even see if there's anything that I can assist you with and see if I am the right person. Because if I'm not, then I will gladly, which I have done a handful of times, refer you to someone who is more equipped. For your situation but you know even before all of that most importantly it's critical to see if we have any chemistry so that's why i encourage you to shoot me a message on social or fill out an application in the show notes so you can set up a complimentary chemistry meeting I our, pro- our, um, our process is a little different here so think investment and portfolio management before your health you know The Goldman Sachs of health and wellness, where we oversee and coordinate your health, wellness, and fitness routines. But nevertheless, though, thank you again for riding with me. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. I'm going to keep bringing the episodes, keep on bringing awesome guests from all different walks of life. I got some really cool guests coming up. So stay awesome, be limitless, and as always, go be superhuman. Peace.